Rejoice, dear listener, for your endless march through the internet has finally produced something to add meaning to your empty, meandering existence. Your friends at Idiots Discuss the Universe are digging up musical gems of the past and deciding if they have any shine left or not. Welcome to Old Gold. It's always when it's recording. That it starts to go crazy. Yeah, starts to it's go crazy. It's not recording right now. It's recording right now. It seems to be fine now. It seems to be fine. I think we should just probably get started. I think we probably should. I think that's a good idea. Hope for the best. Okay. We're idiots discussing the universe. My name's Craig and that over there is Benny. And Hi. we're here today with an episode of Old Gold. That's when we go back to the year before 2000 and we pick out something fun or something funny. Ooh. And we listen to it and we share it with Yay. you. I share it with Benny. Benny shares it with me. Vice versa, back and forth. That's how we do it. Every time we've got like 110 of these episodes, you people know how it goes. But I got something fun planned to Craig. Day. You sound Spending. as caffeinated as I feel right now. Yeah, but I'm, I've hardly had any. That's wild. It's just natural high, natural high, and just feeling good, feeling good I'm energy. Sure I'm working my way. So, Spenny, hit me. You're a you're a you're a band guy. You've you've been in you've been I'm in a some, band guy. You've yeah. been in some bands and yeah. you and you've um, a dirt bag and you've had to replace folks in bands, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I would say, you know, just as just as a a, a listener and an, and an enjoyer of music and not really a performer of music, that from my standpoint, when you are when you are an established band, let's just say that you're established to some degree, mm-hmm. the hardest person to replace generally is lead singer because it's like your sound yeah um is so affected by that voice yeah in a it's a unique thing in the way that a guitar or a bass or drums they can be unique for sure Mm -hmm. you know and you can sometimes tell if randy rhodes is playing guitar or if somebody else is playing guitar right for sure yeah but you can definitely tell everybody can tell if ozzy's singing or if somebody else is dio singing right you know what i'm saying like it it, it definitely is changes it, is this a different band changes the sound yeah. of the band yeah agreed and there have been some big bands and that we love spenny yeah um, some more than others that have went through this lead singer mm. change yeah and they have been the subject of much consternation by the nerdish followers of that course. they have, like you, mm-hmm. like me, where we decide which one of these two are better. Some some good examples. Okay, Anthrax. Uh, Joel Belladonna, switched out by John Bush. You know, nobody really cares about that one. That's kind of a lower tier one. Yeah. But it was a, it was a thing. That was when a it, thing. When it happened. And, and right. it, it is usually marked by some kind of stylistic change. Mm-hmm. You know, it like can, it can be unless they die. That's the other thing is like there, there, there are the folks uh, that like yeah. you know ACDC. Yeah, you know, like they did not do a stylistic change. Right, you know what I'm he saying? Died, they so just they just tried to clone replace him, him as yeah. much as possible. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. um, and I don't really count that. That's kind of like one of those things where they they um they had to do what they had to do, and right. it was kind of forced upon them in the sense that, like, Anthrax, it was not forced upon yeah, them. Yeah, like they, they were they, to make a change. They switched. You know, Chris Barnes to uh, the the Corpse Grinder. Ooh, you know, that, yeah. that was a big one. 
that people yeah. are still that, that are still worried about today yeah. of, can, of cannibal corpses for they the folks sold out man for the uninitiated cannibal, cannibal corpses who were talking cannibal about cannibal fucking sold out they don't sing about ripping out intestines out of whores any anymore as much as much <laughs> <laughs> um and then there's Pink Floyd, you know, that probably never would have achieved what it achieved had they not gotten rid of Sid Barrett and moved on with Rob David and Rogers singing. True. And then there's some other ones, you know, the ones that we're going to talk about today, which are some of the big ones. Uh, Black Sabbath, for example. Boom. Ozzy switched to Ronnie, and um, that was a huge deal. That was huge. People were having some problems and some satisfaction with that, too. You know, because personally, like Mob Rules is one of my favorite Dude, Sabbath albums of all time. Heaven or Hell? Right. So good. Another one that people lost their fucking minds on was Van Halen when they moved from David Lee Roth uh, to Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Right? That one was more justified. You stop. That one was you're, a little you're, more justified, you're gonna get fired. You're going to get fired in the that first third. I kind of get one, people, you know. Yeah, oh, no, okay. Never mind. <laughs> And then the other one that we're going to talk about, and this is one that everyone was also pretty happy about, mm. uh, was Paul Diano to Bruce Dickinson with oh. Iron Maiden. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, that was yeah. just like a natural click. Iron Maiden had went through several lead singers before Paul Diano, before they uh. started recording, so it was kind of a thing, but they really clicked. When Bruce arrived, it really clicked. Yeah. It, it completely, they turned into... Right. Iron Maiden. And so the big discussion is like which of those two do people love? You know, like with Van Halen, like I had to fire you there because you suggested that maybe Sammy Hagar was better than can David I be Lee rehired Ross, right? so I can say something. And um then Ronnie and Ozzy. People people argue about that. You know, sure. there are those that'll split hairs. Most people will go with the Ozzy I mean Sabbath you gotta go with Ozzy. But, but again, like there's arguments. There's, There's arguments, arguments to be made, and yeah. there are some definite high points with with uh, Dio, yeah, and that sort of thing. Um, I say with Iron Maiden, really, like that first Iron Maiden album is definitely different than the other Iron Maiden albums. But there is an argument that that album with Paul Diano could have went on, and they could have done another Iron Maiden or whatever. There were some people I mean, that were kind of disappointed that they lost that punky edge. It was a little bit punky, a little bit rough, rougher, yeah. a little more. Those uh, are two great albums. A little more chaotic. Yeah. And people were, some people were a little bit disappointed with like Bruce Dickinson's like hair mm -hmm. influences when that showed up a little mm -hmm. bit. You know what I'm saying? Because it yeah. was a little raw. Yeah. You know. Um, raw. But we're not going to talk about that. We're going to we're going to we're, 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 we're going to rise above those that duality argument. Oh man. And we're going to look at other people that sang for those bands that we don't think about. What? And we're going to see what they're like. Those three bands? Those three bands had other singers other than the two that we think about. And we're going to oh. go to those bands okay. and we're going to listen to the third <laughs> string singer songs. And yeah. see what we think. I love In it. That way, we don't have to argue about which of these two that we're arguing about is better. <laughs> right. Because they're both so much <laughs> fucking better than the third person that we're uh, going to feel good about either of them forever from is now this, on. You know this to be true? I don't know this for true because I okay. God, God knows I'm not, I'm, I've I'll not, have an open mind. I have not listened to The Eternal Idol for a long time by Black Sabbath. Oh. Like for a long time, oh, man. you know, okay. I haven't ever listened to Van Halen three consciously on purpose that I know of. Who's on Van Halen three? Gary Sharon. 
Gary Sharon, <laughs> dude, and like, um, whoa, it sounds his name sounds like a third, like a third string Van Halen right. replacement guy, and then uh, and then the X Factor album off of Iron Maiden, like, is Ooh. really if it's not my last favorite Iron Maiden <laughs> album, I don't know any other Iron oh, Maiden man. albums. So we're gonna do that today. So I love it. All right. Um. Who do you want to start with, Benny? I mean, I, I like I, the I, order that you've set up here. Okay, we'll, we'll do we'll do Black Sabbath, Van Halen, and then Iron Maiden. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, so what we need to do first is we need to look up Iron Maiden and get to the Eternal Idol okay. album. Okay. And uh, um, we're we're looking at the singer Tony Martin. Tony Martin. Tony Martin, the legend, lead singer of Iron Maiden, lead singer of Black Sabbath. <laughs> oh, sorry, Black Sabbath. Yes, yeah. They, see, this is what I love. Where it's like, <laughs> dude, you don't know Tony Martin, the lead singer of Black Sabbath. Like, I love the universe where there's a guy who this is all of his favorite. Yeah. He's into like the most obscure and forgotten about replacements. Yes. You know, yes, you like, could, you could totally become his that favorite guy. Aussie guitarist is like Jake E. Lee, right? Or you, something. You could become this guy. You could become this guy. You know what? I might, and I also might grow my a skullet into a ponytail as well, and, and wear glasses. Start, start looking. Start listening to and fun. just let it all go. Yeah. But then, but then mentally, just get a lot more sharp and attacking. <laughs> you know, really aggressive. Everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. It's like you don't know, you don't know Tony Martin, the lead singer of Black Sabbath, the only good Black Sabbath. <laughs> yeah, God, fucking assholes. <laughs> oh, I was looking up Tony Martin, uh, Black Sabbath. But Tony Martin, I believe, came along after Ronnie James Dio quit the band. Okay, the first time, right? Because didn't he come back? Yeah. Okay. And then he came back, and then Ozzy came back. And then Dio came back, and then Ozzy came back again. What? Yes, because I think Ozzy came back for just a very well. I don't even they ever played it, even played any shows. But there was like this period where they kicked they kicked Ronnie out, thought Ozzy was coming back. Ozzy wasn't coming back, and then they had they had Ronnie until he died, I think. And then Ozzy came back. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. 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 And then they did that album thirteen. There was Ozzy. another. There was a fourth singer too for for. For for um, the eternal idol. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, uh, Craig, I don't know if you're you're, um, if you would agree with this statement, but like first four. Shit. First, almost five or six Sabbath albums, are pretty darn classic. Yeah. All the way up to sabotage, I would say, and then once it got into technical ecstasy and never say die, you kind of started to get some like, all right, guys, the coke, the coke bloat starting to set in. Yeah, yeah, you're starting to get that coke bloat, and yeah. then, uh, but so then heaven and hell and mob rules, you know, reinvigorated the band. I would say in a lot of ways, and they came out swinging. And I would put those two albums up, you know, pretty high as far as the ranking. Certainly above the last two Ozzy era albums. And oh, possibly for sure. Even above. I don't know where I would stick them in that first six. I mean, um, yeah, I'm not really sure either. I think I would, I would put Bob Rules probably. Um, oh, Heaven and Hell is a great album too. So good. 
Yeah, I don't Children know. Children of I, the I, Sea. I, would, I don't think I would put the Dio albums at the end of those. If I was ranking all eight of those albums, I think that the Dio albums would be in the middle somewhere. Yeah, Heaven and Hell might even be like number two or three for me, honestly. Mm, two or two's tough. Two is tough, yeah. Cause three it's like, or four, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Master it's, of Reality is my number one. Yeah. For me, personally. And then like Paranoid. Paranoid. Yeah, and then Black two. Sabbath. Black, yeah, um, I and then don't know. Volume four. You got to put the first four Black Sabbath albums in the top four, I think, in some particular order, because they've got all got so many classic yeah. songs. Yeah, it's on. hard. It's anyway. hard to. Um, anyway, yeah, but but maybe we're gonna switch it all up and we're gonna we're gonna put Tony Martin in, in the top there. Tony this is, Martin. This is the magic. Is 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 there a song that's jumping out to you as the single, as the as the shining point? I think we got to give these guys their well, best, their best. Due. It's fun that you uh, say the shining point because uh, the opening track is called "The Shining." Oh, and it's the song with, you know, easily the most plays at okay. one point one million. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so I. That, that, we that's just that, start with that. Let's do that one. Yeah, I think that sounds excellent. So, right. everyone, here we are, uh, Tony Martin. Black Sabbath, The Shining. I like the song. I, I, like I, the song. I can see why he didn't do well as the singer. Yeah, I mean, just, hey guys, I'm the singer of Black Sabbath. <laughs> well, <it's> Rise up, <laughs> come on, let's do it. Rise up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, like, he was doing a, but he was doing a Dio impression. Pretty was he? Yeah. You don't think so? I mean, not not. Uh, it was a second rate. Dio impression but it was like whereas when they got Dio to replace Ozzy it was it was like we're going different sure like Dio's gonna be Dio sure, he's not sure. gonna be like or whatever <laughs> you know like fucking Ozzy you know <laughs> um but with this guy they were like oh no let's find a guy that who, can sing well that can sing but that is even also like you don't you, you couldn't hear Dio singing this Rise up to the oh, shining. Sure. Oh, sure. Like, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's like that same wheelhouse um, as Dio, I don't know. The sure. vocal quality is just so it's lower. It's, lower. Lower. it's a know. lot lower. But there was... Uh, I, what I got past, or at least what helped me enjoy the song, was just being like, oh, it's not Black Sabbath. 
<laughs> you know. Oh, but it's it, totally Black Sabbath. It, I mean, like the riff, is. the riff game is very high. The riff game is high. Um, it's well produced. It sounds Geezer's doing a good. Geezer's sober, and he's yeah, he's there. He's playing you know, more. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like it's definitely Sabbath. Yeah, but you know, when I think of it as Sabbath, that's when I'm like. Mm. But when I don't, when I think of it as just a heavy metal band from the '70s of some kind, I'm right. like, this is top-notch right. '70s heavy metal. Truly, unfortunately, so, when it came out, it did have the name Black Sabbath on the album right. cover. That you is, know, that was a bit of a tough one, and that went right to the bargain bin. That Damn. fucker was just right in the bargain bin. It's like, not bad. No, That's it's not thing. bad. It's really not bad. It's not. But it's not nearly Ozzy, and it's not nearly anything by Ronnie James yeah. Dio either. You know, like Dio would have taken this song and maybe he's made it like kind of a classic. You know, this could have almost been a classic yeah. um, Black Sabbath song. Second tier classic. Yeah. You know, but like it could have. like could've. rise up thing, you know. Yeah. yeah. He could have maybe changed that part or something. Was, you know, but there, it, it has mad classic potential. Sure. Sure, sure. It is definitely like um, Tony Martin. I mean, uh, if we're going to have the bell of a ball, like he's still in the running of these three stinkers. If we got to pick oh, out yeah. the one that we like the most, I mean, you know, uh, not the... that he's even a stinker, but the th- the three third men, <laughs> yeah, the third man. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know that yeah. they're stinkers. You know, maybe this... I don't think he's a stinker. Gary Sharon just might like chefs kiss you know us what? into I'm fucking. I'm trying to have thing. a positive outlook on life now. Yeah, and I'm trying to be positive about everything. That I talk about. No more negativity here. Uh-huh. Well, this so will last these for three guys five, are five, ten minutes. Probably. These three guys are my favorite. I'm so excited. We don't know that. I think we I think don't know, but we'll, I'm excited we'll to find out. We're gonna we're gonna move on, and we're gonna we're gonna take that take that David Lee Roth Sammy Hagar uh, uh, conflict thing and just make it moot. You know, both of them were great. Hopefully, compared to Gary Sharon and Van Halen three in 1998. All right. I don't remember much about Van Halen in 1998 other than that I really didn't like him anymore. <laughs> 19. That's just not an era that you where you think of Van Halen like no. 98 like you think of uh you think of the Matrix, you know. Right. You think of like Corn. Yes. You, know, you, you just and, don't really think of like Van Halen even even being around. Yeah. But the album sold pretty well. You know, okay. I mean it would be a normal success for a normal band. Right, but not for like a Van Halen, and the the cover man is just so well done. I gotta say, they really describe it for the folks. Well, so it's a a photograph of what appears to be a man taking a cannonball, a large fat man taking a cannonball to the to the tum tum, and uh, you know, just he's like a strong man, mm-hmm. right? But the clincher is how they have. Van Halen 3 along the cannon in like terrible 98 Photoshop with like a back, like back, backlit letters. Mm-hmm. Like I would, this is like, this was my cover that I made in, in high school Photoshop class for the album Van Halen 3 actually. Right. And they oh, ended no, up like, using it. It's amazing. This is the cover I actually made in high school. No, it's in the period where like the clip art thing was fucking cool. Like right. it was clue. Like you could have that t- weird like wallpaper pattern behind your th- shit. Right. And it was fucking 
on the edge. Right. You know, nothing said the future like that shit. Like some clip yeah. art. Yeah. And it's just kind of, it's not sad, but it's also just kind of funny because like funny. Ser- seriously within like two years, <laughs> kids in junior high were doing better stuff than the stuff that was on albums like three or four years earlier. Yeah. But it was so, and like, you know, you're cheesy. Like if you live then, you're like, oh man, this is different. This looks different. This is yeah. kind of different and new. Yeah. And like, it's just one of those things that does not mm-hmm. hold up. It's really kind of, kind of weird. Yeah. It looks some of it looks so bad. Those album covers are just like so bad. I would yeah. like to do the a thousand and one. Have they? They have the thousand and one record covers, like I have over here. The thousand uh, record record covers. Uh-huh. But we should kind of try to do a thousand bad record covers. <laughs> God, there a are thousand. Some. Oh, there is at least a thousand. Yeah. No, I'm sure yeah. there are. Oh God! Terrible, if, you, if we open it up to like shit in the fifties and the forties and stuff, there are so many bad ones. Yeah. Speaking of bad ones, it's hoping that this is not it. I think this Gary Sharon's going to be an angel. He's going to sing like an angel to us. I um, think so. Are you, have you picked a tune? Uh, yeah. a t- off off of this jam, we're going to give him the same considerations we gave Black Sabbath. We're going with the opening tune. Uh, yeah, we have to go. Which is, has, it, is that the big boy too? Yeah. As far as without, yeah. which is always yeah, yeah, not yeah. a good sign. Because it means they everyone starts listening to the album and half of them drop off after the first song. Yeah. Because then the next songs that it goes from a million plays to like, you know, four hundred thousand, and that was the same with the other album. And then it just go to two hundred thousand after that. No, then to three hundred thousand. Then it stays strong at three hundred thousand. Fire in the Hole has a little bit more than the other ones at five hundred. I think that was a single, maybe. Yeah. No, but no, we're, 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 it's great. It's and good. It's because it's a bunch of cucks. And a bunch of cucks out and, there, and they don't know what they're what what, what they don't know gold. They don't appreciate they the lead singer of Van Halen, Gary yeah. Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess Gary Sharon moved in with Eddie Van Halen and lived at his house and yeah, just trying to work on this album and all this stuff. It was, it was just wonderful. It kind of sounded that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the name of the song we're going to do? Without you. Without you. It's going to be an emotional one. I think. I think folks. so. so so steal yourself. I'm getting Steady. ready. I'm, my loins are ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gary Sharon and the boys from Van Halen. Right. Let's, do it. Let's do it. Hey, you, wake up! Get yourself together!
just it just wouldn't stop. How, how did that happen? That's my genuine like. Yeah. How? How did that happen? How did it happen? How did that happen? Who listened to that a second time and said like, "Oh yeah, that's going on first in the album. We're going to start the album with that." Yeah, this is something, boys. Boys, we got the new sound here. It had like several like extremely bad parts <clears throat> in it. I mean, they were just kind yeah. of bad. Yeah, just, yeah, they were, and like not connected to no. anything else. No, it totally changed from like shit that like kind of some decent. <laughs> there, there, there are like three or four decent ideas yeah, in it. Yeah, that were promptly shot upon and abandoned to move oh into God. like. I don't know. Even even Eddie Van Halen's like virtuosity was pissing me off at the end. Yeah, but what is this? Chunk 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 chunk. Chunk, 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 chunk. I mean, like, what is going? What is going on? And like, Gary, I'm sorry, brother. I mean, like, it's Gary afterthought. As bad as it could have been, but like, you just drown out. Like, compared to like yeah. Sammy and David Lee Roth, like he just is like lost in the shuffle somehow. Yeah. Are they trying to do like some late '90s like rock mix I where think... they're? burying the lyrics or something i think that's the sense that i get because like there's some were they trying to be there's some like almost like red hot chili peppers vibes to some of the guitar riffing now primus Uh yeah you know where he's going like a little more atonal and like being a little kookier and i think there's times where there's like one riff in there where i was like oh this is cool this is actually like a way or weird over the bar line chromatic-y kind of riff sure. right after he did that. But then there's like shit like that where you're like, all right, bud. You, you don't know. quite get it. You're yeah. trying it, but you're not quite getting it. Yeah, no, it's got some, that's right. A Primus is a very good observation. Like you yeah. can tell that he's trying to like kind of Primus like Van ha- Van Hagar. Yeah. He's still like, oh, Van, like, you can see that Eddie Van Halen thinks that Van Hagar is like the high point of his career. Right. In a way, because he made the most money off of that period of he his did? life. I think after after David Lee Roth, like when they started to fill stadiums uh, all the time, yeah. like things started to become a lot more lucrative. Like fifty one fifty and OU eight one two, and they were getting like that. Uh, you know, they were huge. They were so fifty one fifty was Hagar. Yeah. Uh, Nineteen eighty four was the last song, the last uh, one with um, Dave. Gotcha. You know, Dave got him to the international stage, but yeah. then Sammy kept him there for a while and they yeah. actually made quite a bit of money, you know? Yeah. Um, no easy feat. No, no easy feat. So, I mean, Eddie looks at that as the most successful thing and I think that he's trying to, like, take that version, that version of Van Halen and then try to, like you say, like, do some, like, late 90... Like, alt-rock. Alt-rock poofiness thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it just is bad. I'm sure he didn't like new metal because there were no solos. You know, like right. it's, it's an anti-Van Halen metal, yeah. metal type. Yeah. Van Halen was not going to move into the new metal scene. So he right. was doing whatever alternative, you know, like you say, alternative yeah. rock. Yeah. Because there were still solos and he could still do his thing. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I mean, there's the best parts of the song is, you know, listening to his guitar playing still easily. Yes. Like, yes. even with all, everything. Because it's just like, you know... And and Van Halen has always kind of been that way, where Eddie's just so unique and uh, 
entertaining on his instrument that you know Alex and whatever the bass player Anthony Michael yeah. Anthony you know have to just kind of like chill you right. know sure or uh-huh. else it's just going to be too much too much um and so you know because of that they don't like they might as well just like I, I don't but but there are parts of this song where like is is the bass even still in the mix that's what I'm saying is it's so background in this like the drums too like tear not very well produced or at least like they're going for like a dirtier thing and just kind of miss the mark you know yeah yeah um and yeah the vocals were were bad yeah that one that was pretty surprisingly bad bad yeah yeah especially for the lead track off the album yeah all right wow so we still got tony martin lead singer of black sabbath in the lead over oh by by a long by a long shot gary sharon that's his name gary sharon Gary Sharon, I hope that you've killed yourself. Oh God! I'm just kidding. I'm so I'm so, I'm so kidding. No, Joking. I, no, I hope he found like a power pop band that he could yeah. be the lead singer of because I think yeah. it would kind of work. Yeah. No, I think that, and I hope he made some money, Gary. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. The album did pretty well, and they toured, and they, hey, you know what I mean, did. Dude, it, even it, if you if you got asked to go sing for Van Halen and it was a flop, yeah, you're you gotta, still the coolest dude that anyone in right. your anyone knows right you know what i mean yeah like chances are you've been on one van halen album i was on a van halen more van halen albums than i'm gonna be on in my lifetime yeah yeah yeah. you know sure same yeah that's 100 percent more right you know and And, uh sure and you know he got to hang out with eddie van halen you know it's right legendary some legendary shit so still good for you gary sharon yeah we're keeping it positive and he might have went on to do things that were artistically satisfying in other ways he did and i hope he did i hope he did and i hope that living with eddie and val valerie and all of them where it was great wolf a little wolfy little wolfy and the whole bunch and now he's big 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 wolfy yeah big wolfy Keeping the, keeping, keeping the the dream alive. Wolfgang, come get your strudel, Wolfgang. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I've had too much strudel already today, oh, Mother. You want some? You want some strudels and some cupcakes <laughs> as a fatty day? Come dogs. here, Wolfgang. <laughs> Little Wolfgang. Little Wolfgang, we must plump you up before you go to see the oh, grandma. Oh, we have him plump you up. Very nice. <laughs> Uh, it started to sound like Borat a little bit. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Yeah, very oh nice. shit! Anyway, uh, all right. So all right. So ready for the the end the end of I'm the ready. the last one here. I'm ready. All right. So um, Iron Maiden, and I'm not sure what year this was. This is when Bruce quit. Uh, sometime in the late '90s, early 2000s. I want to say he stopped yeah, for a while. S- yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds about right. Um, but this is Blaze Bailey. Oh yeah, <laughs> Blaze Bailey. Oh shit! Only the most fucking metal son of a bitch this side of the Mississippi. That's right, Blaze he is Bailey. Fucking just the most bandana spandexed <laughs> metalized unit of singing versatility that you're gonna be able to scrape off of the Sunset script. Strip and yeah. slap into some Iron Maiden. And they slapped it in there, slathered Are it on. Are you sure they didn't like draw him and like use some sort of a sci fi machine to create him? Are you saying that Blaze isn't a real man? He's real now, but I'm just I'm questioning his like the origin of his existence. Like, 
is you know blaze bailey like man man i think that's his god-given name i'm sure he didn't change anything no no No. all right little blaze we're gonna (laughs) you're gonna grow up to be the most metal he was named after um johnny blaze from ghostwriter yeah yeah that's a good that's a good parents <laughs> pre pre comic because I'm sure he parents. was born before the comic came out. <laughs> yeah. um, but we're going to be listening to the album something off of the album X Factor, probably the first song. If 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 what we're thinking is X Factor, Iron Maiden X Factor. Yeah. Well, Na- named the after first the- song <laughs> is fucking. 11 minutes long. Oh, Jesus fuck. So we might do a different one. (laughs) No, so it's got... Please, baby! We're going to do the the one with the most plays. All right, so that's what we're sticking to. Is that the first one? No, almost, but it's just barely eked out by Man on the Edge. Oh, there we go. Track three. That seems like that's kind of an autobiographical blaze. Blaze is really laying it out on this one. I feel good going to that song. I do, too. Yeah. I hope we get some insight. not 11 minutes long, is it? No, it's four minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Because the other two that we've listened to have been like six and a half. Some oh, that Dan Halen one felt like it was 25 <laughs> minutes long. Fuck, man. Dude, I fucking... It took yeah. years off my life I listening lived life, to that. I lived lifetimes during that song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jesus. Fuck. Oh, I God. feel like I'm still listening to it in a certain <laughs> way. God damn. All right. Um, yeah, let's 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 do this one. Kind of clean the palate with some refreshing blaze, baby. All right. Lead singer of Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden's best lead singer. Best lead singer, Blaze Blaze Bailey. Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Rocket. What's the name of the song again? Man on the Edge. Man on the Edge. Sounded like sweet victory after Van, yeah. Van Halen song. After Van Sharon. But then, like, after it kind of, like, got the... It, it kind of cleaned the palate of the Van Halen. It started to, like... It sounded really good at the beginning. Yeah. Didn't it? And it then sounded... it kind of, like, kind of mediocred out yeah. towards towards the end of the song. Yeah. At least his vocal, like, the way I felt about his vocal. It just sounded like... There was an Iron Maiden cover band that was like, Hey, guys, we should write some originals. You know, that's perfect. That's you know? a perfect way of doing it. And it's like, yeah. hey, that's almost a good Iron Maiden song. Yeah, because really, like, the, 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 
the, the guitar solos and stuff weren't even like as inspired as they yeah. are in some of the even stuff after this. Yeah. Like it none seems of like it they was... really weren't trying like, oh yeah. Bruce quit and we really want to too kind of but, Yeah. You know. You're just like, fuck it, man. I mean, it's cool. There are times I yeah. catch myself like kind of rock into it because yeah. it's catchy, but it's yeah. like not. You know what I'm saying? It's not like that zero extra, inspiration. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 It just yeah. wasn't worked through. Like, you can tell that like Bruce kind of pushes them to like it a little bit more. Just make it a little more. Yeah. Like, that's, that's a good. Yeah. Beginning, and we don't want to make it too crazy, but like a little bit more. Yeah, totally. And there just was none of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't know. It was kind of like the Iron Maiden ship without its captain. You know, everyone was doing their parts, but mm-hmm. the captain wasn't there to like kick him in the ass a little bit when mm-hmm. they needed it. You know, they had Blaze Bailey, who oh. did all right. You know, like I'm not going to shit talk Blaze Bailey. He, you know, he did all right. He did all right, but you know what? I don't know what what you know what's, what, what, no, what's you know what what is that when you have a name like Blaze Bailey you better bring it you better bring it you can't be doing all right what if all right is named... almost worse than bad if you're Blaze Bailey it is you might you you should either do terribly <laughs> because you that means you like give so little fucks that you're like yeah I'm, I'm Blaze Bailey like nah. you know you're like wow this guy's a legend or you got to do incredibly well but if you just do kind of like right. S- all right half baked Iron Maiden like tired yeah. Bruce Dickinson, <laughs> that's it, what it sounds it like. It was tired Bruce. Bruce it's Bruce tired Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson. Yeah, yeah. I, and I just no. hope that he wasn't like actually named Blaze by his parents because then that does kind of like make it seem like he's just this big shit talker his whole life, and yeah. he's just like I'm Blaze, and you know I yeah. don't mean to be Blaze, but I am. Yeah, that's who I am. You know. Yeah. A Blaze Blazifer. But dude, full name. yeah, I don't know. He, um, I, I still think that Tony Martin is 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 winning. Tony Martin dude. takes the cake, man. Yeah, Tony, Tony Martin. Martin, lead singer of Black Sabbath. Have you looked at a picture of Tony Martin? I haven't, but does oh, no, he look like a Tony Martin? He's, he's a treat. Because when I think of Tony I Martin, I, I think of know. like a librarian. I don't know why. I don't know quite what he looks like. He is um, definitely one of the more interesting members of Black Sabbath. Of Tony all Martin. Vocalist, lead vocalist of Black Sabbath. Let's see. Um, He's a big old seventies hair guy for sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, yeah, you know, he's. I mean, it's all shaved in a strange and upsetting way now, but <laughs> he definitely had hair back then. Yeah. Yeah. No, he looks. He looks cool. I like him. He looks like a well. He looks like they scraped him out of the gutter somewhere from in in like a, uh, you know, Bristol. Yeah, he's like he's a late seventies just dude. He's just a late seventies dude. But he's definitely the best out of these three uh, third tier replacements. Oh God, yeah. And then I think Blaze is taking a strong second, but um, wow, Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon really. And you all know? of Van Halen. Really, I just have to give it to Van Halen yeah. for that because that is that was just a team effort. Some shit. That was a team effort. It's crazy when you hear someone that good at their instrument, like making music that bad. You know, it's it was really bad. Yeah, but ah, uh, 
you know? It's fun to know now. No wonder Rock died. That, yeah. That killed it. That yeah. Some of that shit. Because there's a lot of people that spent money on Van Halen 3. Right. Because they love Van Halen and they're just like, whatever comes yeah. out, I'm buying it. And they never bought another album of them after. Or They'd, maybe or another rock, rock album yeah, they're of like, you know, them I'm done with again. this shit. Right. I'm done. I'm, I'm switching to hip hop. I'm sick of getting that fucking striped guitar shoved up my ass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Every which way. That and they I paid turn. 20 bucks for that CD. God damn. Which back then, that's like 40 bucks. Right. You know? Today. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it was garbage. It was bad fucking garbage. I hope everybody else stole that shit off of Napster. No I one even so downloaded too. that shit off of Napster. Yeah, exactly. There was That's nothing. They probably, they probably would have sued, but they found out no one downloaded yeah. it. Sorry, Van Halen. No one... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you don't actually get any money in, in this actually, whole Actually, even the people that downloaded the entire discography of your band like opted out on that album. Yeah. I don't know, there's probably a couple that like there's the one that Sammy and Sammy does one side and David Lee Roth does the other side. You know what? Which yeah. I imagine is way better than that. I think if you were on tw- uh, if you were 21 and on methamphetamine <laughs> in 1998, you might love it. You it's probably your favorite it might could be maybe your favorite album. You're like a know. primacy meth head fan, you know. <laughs> Like a methy pro, like what one if of the... you are just like one of those people that was just like somehow just came onto Van Halen three and you just like it just hits you. Oh yeah, it like you've never you never listened point, to it and, before, and Van Halen like, before. Oh, and you're just like this is the best album, dude. See, that's what I'm saying. There is people I wonder, and I think they they have to exist that for each one of these albums, love, when they came out, they love this album. No, but love. it's like it. Not only that, but it it was their first black sabbath album right it was their first and that's the now it's i am having a a revelation that's the only way conceivable way that anyone could truly like this music well it's it's and they are all kind of the type of bands that like your uncle who loved van halen and you're like eight years old or uh nine years old and he's like oh look the new van halen's out i'm gonna buy it for my nephew and then we can all listen to it or whatever it is you know but that's like your first album that you ever get and you're like oh cool and you listen to it like you know because you just don't have anything else so it's yours yeah and so you kind of love it I kind of did that with Sammy Hagar VOA. I mean, like, it kind of arrived at this point where I had, like, three or four albums yeah. maybe in my collection. And, like, I love that album. You Everybody, know? And yeah. it's bad. Dude, yeah. a lot of it is bad. I mean, when I Can't Drive 55 is by far, in a way, the catchiest tune right. on on an album. 55! Yeah. You're, you're, in, <laughs> you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I but I did hit me when I was dumb, young, dumb, full of cum. Well, yeah, you know, but it's that's coming. it's great, you know, yeah. because it's like that. <laughs> I think at, at that point in your life, you're just you're geared up to like new yeah. shit, yeah. basically, right. you know. And so whatever finds you, like I was really into Creed, right? You know, right? I thought it was great, so yeah, I still do. And there's a whole generation of you that think yeah. that too, yeah. So. Um, but if yeah. that happened to you, we're sorry. We hope that you've been able to work your way out of yeah. it. But trauma probably, therapy. But probably you are just a sad, sad person now. <laughs> you know, if that happened, you're not listening yeah. to our podcast because you've long ago given up on music and happiness. And yeah, that's true. That's a shame. That is and a shame. I hope that you're proud of yourself, Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> hey, he's dead. Rest in peace. We don't speak <laughs> ill of the of, of the dead Eddie. 
No, rest in peace, Edward. But yeah. Gary Sharon, that's another story. I hope you get fucking. No, I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> no, why are you really arguing? No, I don't. No, I feel like there's also a lot of cocaine going on in that thing. There had to be. There's a lot of like had just drugged to be. out. No, no self editor at all. Yeah, you know, it's the opposite of the problem we we're talking about earlier. Right. You know, where you erase everything the minute that you write it. That is as destructive as, you know, making an album out of everything that you have recorded to. Exactly. Yeah. So, but speaking of making an album out of everything that you record, um, we are done for the day. And we <laughs> really appreciate it if you'd find our Patreon yeah. and give us some money there because that's where you can give us money. You that's know? right. And that's what keeps the ball rolling and the right. show on the road, as show they say. Show on the road. And um, I thank you, Spenny, for joining me on this little like musical yeah. exploration here. Thanks for for conducting. No, this was cool. This was like a cool. Kind of yeah, I, yeah, I really like the the. It was a higher concept, yeah. old gold. Uh-huh. You know, sure. I I liked it. Yeah. And you people out there, you better fucking appreciative of Craig's genius because he's bringing the heat right now and the way that you can go show your appreciation is head over to our Patreon yeah. and you can go give a buck money if you go give us a buck a month it's so easy then you get a bunch of exclusive content that is a lot way crazier it's like 1 20th of a van halen cd in 1998 that's all we're asking yeah, that's all we're asking for and so go check it out there's exclusive content on there and it really helps us out because we're saving up for some new gear and yeah, uh, we desperately need it and we desperately need it and hopefully we can get enough money before we go off the air because our gear breaks <laughs> that's true yeah. or before we get taken off the air by the uh powers they're fighting censorship in this country or they're, they're fighting free speech in oh this no country. We're, we keep whooping them they keep trying and we keep whooping them yeah jokes on you we don't even want to make money ha <laughs> 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 yeah jokes on you guys we don't we don't we're winning we're winning we're winning please Idiots Discuss the Universe is recorded in IDTU Studios, located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.